What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday the 27th of November 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Grail. I'm Gwenora. And we are hanging out in New Digs. Yeah. We have set up shop in a different sector of the house. Uh, Iolite uh, tore the place down, uh, set fire to certain segments of the uh, building, fumigated others, and then reassembled them in a new configuration. It's like a transformer, but better because you can live in it. Mm-hmm. No? It's kind of no. got like, a cathedral-like feel, though. There's a little echo or reverberation, yeah. I Yes, we're in a section of the house that has vaulted ceilings, so we're uh, interested to see on these dynamic mics, which... Shouldn't be picking that kind of thing up, but should is a very powerful word. Right. <laughs> um, if we are too echoing, if we can move back into the uh, the family room next time, if this is too much like in an immense boxing cathedral, right. where are the nuns? Bring them out. Um, but yeah, it is a uh, out in the kitchen table instead of having to set up the... Uh, Folding stuff. It's an experiment. If it goes horribly wrong, simply blame me. Mm-hmm. Um, stab me in the left cheek with a uh, fork, and I'll put it back the other way. Because that's how I roll. All right. Okay. But also, yeah, from our friends in the IRC, we would like to know what our levels are like and how we sound and how things are going. And we'll wait about 40 seconds and they'll tell us all about it because yeah. that's the miracle of live broadcasting. Which means we'll do our best show right now in this next 40 seconds. you damn right. Told, yes. It's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> bad. No, angels sang. Yeah. They came and they danced. No. Oh, not it so much. It was the best bit ever. Yep. Best. Ah, see, the keeper of Reginald has yeah. spoken. And Reginald keeper, Reginald's keeper says we sound fine. Okay, good. Okay, good. Very good. Good to know. So, speaking of uh, Reginald's keeper, uh-huh. uh, in 
the IRC, which is the Internet Relay Chat, where you can participate live with the show. And if you're not listening live, you should be, because it is awesome. We have our producer, nay, IRC rep, Barry Von Awesome, the Barry VA, uh, who I think, if I were on the right page here, would have a drop-in that goes like this. Mm. Barry White, save my life. If you have something you wish to bring to the attention of the hosts during the show, please send a personal message to the aforementioned Barry Von Awesome, and he will bring it to our attention. Please do not PM the host directly during the show. You will be ignored. Just because staring into the black void, as we lovingly call the IRC, (laughs) makes for bad radio, because you guys are often more entertaining than we are, and we are jealous and spiteful gods. Yes. A little bit. No? Not so much. Are you smoking crack? So, back from the <laughs> brink of death, Yeah. Uh, last show we were, we were instead of being sans pants, we were sans grail sans pants. No, no, it's mine's actually been like three weeks, I think I've missed, three or four weeks it feels like, because we had Daxa go out for surgery, right. so I had to take care of her during that. She was back solo. Then she came back solo, and I was sick. Right. And then last weekend actually was parents coming into town. Right, so, so you, yeah, you, yeah, but last time you were... Had an unplanned outage, right. as it were. Right. Uh, was you were struck down by the spiteful and vengeful gods. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For plague. Not fun. It's not a plague. Yeah. But now that you're here, we can play your drop in. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. He is indeed, ladies and gentlemen, the yeah. one and only Grail. How the hell are you? Well, I had and I had a seriously good reason to even not show up today, but really, I, oh yeah, what what did you face? What did you overcome? Star Wars beta test weekend. Oh, <laughs> I shed big tears. Which I've for been you. playing since uh, Friday. I got in at the first go through for the beta test weekend. Uh, I had a friend who did not get in until Saturday, so he was camped out at my house all of Friday. <laughs> and then some of Saturday because his computer died. So <laughs> it was just horrible. Oh! Yeah. So I got to, I've experienced quite a bit of Star Wars this weekend. It's been a blast. And how are you nice. finding it? Loving it. So it's you think it's, it's going to be really all that good. and the proverbial bag yeah, of Tauntaun chips? It has. It's kind of funny because if you look at it on paper, if I kind of explain the stuff I've done, you'll go, well, that sounds like any other MMO. Right. But it's really hard to, or you can't really overstress the storytelling that they do with the cutscenes and everything voice acted, like how much of an impact that has. Honestly, other than being in a group, it's really, it's times you don't even notice that there's other people in the game with you. So really? It has that feel to it because so much of the, the intro, and I've gotten one character up to like 12. So that means levels <laughs> 1 through 10 is basically your introduction to the class. Here's your prologue. Here's all of the stuff setting up your Here's story. Here's the Star Wars universe thousands of years in the past. Yeah, yeah. There are Sith everywhere. Right, right. We hunt them for food. Yeah, well, each class, and you, each class gets your own little starting Excuse reason me. for going off into the, uh, you know, adventure. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the class I played the longest was the Sith Inquisitor, and that has a whole thing of you're an acolyte, you're trying to go through, your overseer who's doing your training is trying to screw you to get his favorite person through it, and you have to deal with that. You know, Sith. Yeah, normal Sith (laughs) stuff. Definitely, and playing both sides is really... Like, you play the Sith, and then you go to the Republic side, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, be at one with the Force and hug nature, and you should, probably shouldn't kill those people. It's like, this is sucks. <laughs> back to the Sith. I'm going back to the Sith. This is ridiculous. So, But it does, <laughs> even on the Republic side, you can get options that give you dark 
side points. Right. So, like, when I was playing with my friend and I was a Jedi counselor, I was like, oh, hell with that. I'm just picking every, like, the worst answers possible <laughs> for all my... And so, like, we go into these <laughs> joint conversations where we're both, you know, rolling to see who gets to actually talk. And anytime my guy comes up, it's like... Well, what do I get as a reward? Why don't we kill those people? And it's just like, <laughs> I'm the worst Jedi ever. <laughs> that is oh, that's awesome. pretty funny. Oh, man. Uh, nothing like doing it deliberately. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I mean, you know, the whole, you could role play it as, hey, I'm a, you know how fallen yeah. Jedi happen? I am in the process of falling. Yeah, you can't actually change sides by uh-huh. being that bad, but you can definitely be a very, very, Poor Jedi Knight <laughs> or poor Jedi Counselor. Um, yeah, so then there's Bob. Exactly. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's we do not speak his name. Not a good example. <laughs> no. Like, oh my God, if I get an acolyte companion or a Padawan, a Padawan companion. Oh, God. oh man, I'm going to corrupt that poor little bastard. What I want you to do right now is go in there and buy me a 12 pack. Yeah. Because <laughs> they will sell me no more, and I don't know why. I think uh, it's these dark side points. Jeez. <laughs> So it's been really good. Got to see little, you know, light of the the crafting. We even made it to a flashpoint, which is their version of a dungeon, I guess. Um, dungeon or a an outdoor group event? More no, it's not an outdoor group because basically you get to the point where you've left your starter world and you go to the in our case the Imperial Fleet, and that's kind of your big hub. Okay. And from there, they're like, "Oh, you really need to go to this world." And then it comes up and says, "By the way, if you're alone, we suggest you just take the shuttle down to the world. <laughs> However, if you have people with you, maybe you'd like to take this Imperial cruiser." And it'll lead to a flashpoint. And it's like, okay, well, let's try that. And, it, you know, of course, this is the one they've actually shown some video of. Right. Where you get on the ship, and eventually the captain's disobeyed an order, so you go and you deal with the captain. And we dealed with the captain, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then uh, eventually you, you track down this rebel ship that has a or republic ship that has a Jedi Knight on it. And you're, you're, that's the big boss. The boss. Thing. But you do mini bosses kind of through it. And, but it's very fluid and lots of cut scenes and lots of chances to influence how the story goes based on your responses. So it makes it very interesting. I am so looking forward to this one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was really cool. And we still have to build am, your gaming rig. I know. We're going to have to build me a PC rig because yeah. I'm Mac girl. Dark side points. You can double dual boot it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the problem with... It's, it's a notebook. Yeah. So the, the graphics, how no. firepower on it isn't all that great. Right. That's the one downside to the, if you don't have a, a nice high-end iMac, which already has decent onboard video. Yeah. That's the downfall, the non-modular, right. no TCI Express slots design, unless you own a Mac Pro, which you've sunk five grand into, yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, that is the detriment, unfortunately, yeah. to it. Yeah, because VMware and you know, stuff will, will run, or just even boot camp. Just uh, boot camping over into a, a Windows partition will worn beautifully, yeah. but the hardware is probably not up to the, for a modern just released MMO. Yeah, it would probably strain under the. Uh, yeah, and we've been. I was talking to a friend who we're putting together new computers, basically almost purely for Star Wars. But Shocking, I know. In general, it's yeah. been like five years since we built one, and you know he was even in that place when he first started he was like i was really debating on getting a, a laptop instead and a macbook but as soon as i found out that star wars wasn't going to run natively on it he decided there you go no because yeah. he's like it just won't have the, the and microsoft power. thanks you yeah and well a lot of people think i mean other than blizzard no other companies is aggressively the supporting them yeah, yeah seems to be doing yeah. that uh dual development yeah because i find myself in the same thing because i found they're doing mech warrior online Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my MW God. MWOnline.com. I was talking about it last week. 
And yeah, so I already signed up and got I was like, nice. I was like, <laughs> uh, they just released, they have four mechs so far. They have the Atlas, the Jenner, um, the Hunchback, uh-huh. and they just released a Dragon. Ooh. Yeah, nice. exactly. So, and you get to play the houses, but I was in the same boat. I was like, oh, cool, they're running this on PCs only. Damn you, Todd. Hell, I have to buy it. P- so I find myself in the same boat as I'm going to have to buy it. It's supposed to get released next year. Oh, okay. So um, free to play. Gotcha. Free to play and, yeah, MMO. And I'm just like, okay, great. I have to buy I have to build myself a PC now because I'm not going to run it on the MacBook Pro and and handicap myself like that. I'm, I'll just build a what, PC uh, next year. What year is it taking place? Then? 3049. Okay. Yeah, so they're not pri- doing the not clans. There's no, not yet, not yet. There and there's a lot of there's a lot of talk on the forums about what they're going to do, and they're talking about bringing on. Are they going to bring the unseen mechs in, and you know all oh, that other yeah. stuff? So um, they're trying to stick as close to canon as they can, um, but they they have said is at least as far as the game mechanics go, canon like railgun canon or. Well, that auto too. Yeah, yeah that exactly. Too. <laughs> no, cannon with one N. Yeah. No, they're trying to say as, as close to auto cannon as possible. Yeah. Yes. So um, it'll be very interesting. I've been kind of oh, wow. keeping an eye on it to see how it works. I'm like, I am really excited. I thought I was excited about Warhammer 40K online yeah. <laughs> until I saw this. I was like, Warhammer 40 what? Oh, that's I was like, MechWarrior online? Yeah. You're supposed to be scene. able to customize the heck out of things, too, Good. which would be sweet. Which, you know, when I was Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> oh wow. Well, I will say that that I had uh, I did have exposure to games over Thanksgiving. I didn't get to play very much, mm-hmm. um, but I did watch some some really terribly bad parenting decisions. Right. Um, and watching, Says you know, M right there on the package there, and the uh, the eleven year old is playing it. it. Okay, yeah. that's um, well, if you're raising them right. That would be the problem. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's. Oh, Let's no. just go ahead and add that into the mix. Got then, it. You know, really yeah. just setting him in front of the player as babysitting. Yeah, the electric babysitter. Ah, and okay. really mm, problematic. Yeah, this, so. this is Saints Row the Third that he was playing. Yeah. And he knew all the nastiest ways to kill people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and all the mean low blows. Like, there mm. were some rifle blows in there that were like. Did you just stick that rifle where I think you stuck that <laughs> rifle? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't Call believe they put that in a video game. Vlad the Impaler. Nice. Yep. Nice. But I digress. Yeah. Hmm. Afraid like, you should be. All I can think to myself is that's going to clog that barrel. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. This is where my brain goes. When Bad wife. To think about it. Don't pollute my image of you. Ian. Too late. Sorry. Hmm. I love you. You're scary. And have been for many years. Mm, I still married you. But digress, uh, I do. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, in the U.S., we are at the tail end of Thanksgiving weekend. So, I think we've all just probably emerged from our various turkey comas and or uh, turkey and cow. Because we we had uh, cow prepared for us instead of turkey this year. Just for a little something different. Which I was good with, and then the next day when we went up to the secret mountain lair, yes. um, we made ourselves a little turkey just because you know, to observe the tradition. You're supposed to have a turkey, exactly. Damn, Skippy. And uh, for me, the more important thing is later on you have the turkey sandwiches. Ah, okay. Because oh, no, that that turkey breast was wrapped yeah. in foil and brought down the mountain yeah. and is sitting in the fridge now, waiting for me to descend upon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It quivers in fear even now at the mere mention of its name, and it knows what I will do unto it. Oh yeah. Yes, we were uh, 
Yeah, that was really funny that we had to go and, and roast our turkey up in the mountains because he couldn't actually wait till we got home to right. have a turkey that would have violated the precepts of Thanksgiving. There was a whole trip to a grocery so, store between the two places. Like, why aren't we? And look, they have defrosted there you go. turkey breasts. Right on. So it was like, God has spoken. We are to have turkey up yeah. in the cabin. And because you know, if they were frozen, I don't want to waste. You know, the well water up there doing the speed thaw. On a, Trying to a speed whole, thaw. Yeah. No, right. But That's thank cool. you, Safeway, for the pre-defrosted, for the emergency. Oh, God, I need a turkey, people. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you will receive my money. Yeah, I uh, I made the mistake this year of like trying like I'm gonna be I'm not gonna eat much I'm gonna be ready for Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. I got a time I got over to my folks' house and we had a lot of people coming over and they set out appetizers. So I was appetizers. like, I'm so hungry. Let me eat. Oh, I'm eating oh. chips. I'm eating you know vegetables and shrimp and all kinds of stuff. And so then it was like, okay, it's time to eat the meal now. Mm-hmm. So we ate the meal, which was nothing but starch. It felt like because there was three <laughs> types of stuffing. It was just ridiculous. And so we get done with that, and then it was like pumpkin pie and i was like i'm so full i can't eat pumpkin pie but it's thanksgiving i have to eat pumpkin pie <laughs> I, <am medically> required. <laughs> so I ate this pumpkin pie and it's like only and folks in arizona and i know there are a few other locations melting pot is the only place that has gotten me this full and i thought uh-huh. i was going to die on thanksgiving night and i was just oh just ready to collapse so yeah see melt, melting pot i think is actually a national chain is it? Okay, it is, right. yeah. Um, but it's fond- fondue, fondue restaurant, yeah. and they yeah. they do they do it right. But they do so much food. That's the same yeah. way I felt after this yeah. meal. I thought I was like my mom was telling me she's like you need you know take some leftovers. I'm like I can't. You're I, officially trying to kill I me. I can't look at food right now. I know you guys are leaving in two days. I'll pick it up on Saturday because <laughs> right now if I have this in the car with me, I'm gonna boot. Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> handle those. Can't handle the smell. Nothing. Just too much. We had, uh, of course, there's no high chair out at my dad's house, mm-hmm. um, and he had, uh, had a, the big prime rib roast. And um, so I had the girl, I had Arch Nemesis sitting on my lap, and it was Arch Nemesis gets a bite, mommy gets a bite. Mm-hmm. Arch Nemesis gets a bite, mommy gets a bite. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got done, I actually did really well. I was not stuffed at all at Thanksgiving. Because she took most of the calories. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she ate, uh, she ate like an... Complete little, little piglet. She was a little Hoover. Yeah, she's she's yeah. going through a growth spurt. She's been taking in calories like no one's right. business. And of course, my my father's looking at her, going, "She's a good eater." And I'm like, "Yeah, not really, but we'll <laughs> let you live with that illusion." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I digress. So yeah, so, well, that actually leads to the uh, call-in topic of the day um, for the fourth segment today. Want to hear about your Thanksgiving traditions or any interesting and amusing stories that may have occurred this Thanksgiving? But just what do you, if you observe Thanksgiving around or have already earlier in the year observed the like the uh, fancy Canadian version right. of uh, Thanksgiving? As I was talking to uh, Joel Duggan on Friday morning, and he was talking about, oh well, we, you know, my parents always go down to Florida for. Uh, Christmas, so we do Canadian Thanksgiving and Christmas all way early in the year. Oh. You're a very strange person. So we want to hear about your holiday traditions surrounding Thanksgiving and or any interesting things that may have occurred when the lovely volatile mixture of members of family who don't maybe necessarily like each <laughs> other very much and have not seen oh each other God. for a very long time get forced together for a major meal mm-hmm. and someone brings up politics. Yeah. 
Oh. Or, and or religion. Yeah. Any incendiary type of thing. But just don't want to plant the seed in your guys' brain so when we call for Skype calls later in the show, you will be ready for us. Yeah. Uh, so I did my second tradition, though, which is Black Friday. Ah, ah. So you actually American. participated in that melee. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, did, I never participated I did in Black Friday 90, melees. I've, I've, every year I've done something with Black Friday. This year I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it all online. So okay. I did a lot of my stuff online. But uh, our son, Aridin, had been saving up money. He works at his school. He had a birthday. got some cash. So he said, hey, I've always wanted a PS3. And they have this deal going on where it's 199 bucks, And you get all this extra stuff. You get two extra games. Yeah. It's a 160. It's the yeah, new, so new 160 model. gig. It's the new thin mm-hmm. one. So it was awesome. And we looked at the ads, and it was available online. But, of course, you know, I youth, I want it now. And I said, well, you know, it's available at everywhere. Every single place has this deal. I bet you it's going to be an easy one to find. <laughs> Famous last year. Yeah. Might as well have so, said, "What could, what could go wrong?" wrong. Yeah, because yes. what could go wrong? How so, many stores later? Well, so on Thanksgiving night, most our stores here in the U.S. opened at midnight. Yeah, right. Ridiculously. So we had driven by after I left my mom's house about ten o'clock at the local Target and EB Games okay. or GameStop, and we looked there, and there was like twenty people in front of Target. Maybe five people in front of EB Games. I was like, this is, we got this. This is no problem. There's nobody lying there. We'll go back home. Wait till midnight. Come back. Suddenly there's about 20 people in front of EB Games. And we think, okay, that's not a big deal. And they have an employee outside who goes, what are you here for? And we go, well, the PS3. And he goes, yeah, you might as well just, I'll save you the trouble waiting in line. We've already sold out the, the people in this line. So. We've all spoken for, the ones and, we have. Yeah, and we come to learn that they only got about five in per store. Ah. So at this point, we look at Target. Target's now a massive line because right. they have a million doorbusters and stuff. So we start driving. We go to a, a second EB Games. It's packed with people. We go to a third EB Games. It's packed with people. We make the, I do the... Worst thing I could think of, and actually stopped by a Walmart. Oh God, Wally World, oh. which is they disgusting. weren't even closed. They were open. We walked in, and basically they said we might get some more in the morning, but it's already gone. So we're I have Daxich searching online for anywhere now. Of course, everywhere online sold out as well. So I'm like, well, sorry, man, this doesn't look like it's going to go so well. And so she calls us back and goes, well, Target says it's sold out, but it's available in stores. And I'm like, well. As we're going by the original Target by my house, I'm like, ah, the line's gone. Let's walk in and see, see. what they got. There's a pallet of like 30 of them oh, sitting wow. there. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm like, bam, we got it. Yeah. What are all these people lined up in here for, though? Oh, that's oh. the checkout line that took an hour and a half to get through. So the oh. pallet was there, and they were taking him off the pallet. You could just grab it. it, but then to actually get, you know, getting in the store was easy. Oh, getting yeah. out, no. not happening. So it was, you can check I got home after like. 2 in the morning on things, you know, basically Friday, early Friday morning from that. Gave it to him, and then... Aridin said something. I, I mean, never have I come so close to strangling him before. Because <laughs> I look at him, I go, you know, we can hook this up in the morning. You don't want to play now. He's like, actually, no, I really didn't think I was going to hook it up. I was planning, you know, I'm waiting for this other piece to put, prop my TV up on. I'm like, what do you mean you're not going to hook it up? He's like, no, I'm just going to wait till we get that. I'm like, why didn't we order it online then? Why did <laughs> you have, have to, to have it? it? Yeah. 
why did we just do all this? And he, I'm like, I'm going to kill you. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, you weren't kidding. That was no, not a you're joke. Backing, you're backing I'm off like, is what you're you doing. You are hooking this damn thing up. <laughs> so, yeah, sure enough. Yeah, see, I have t- the, uh, the episode title already. Today's episode is entitled Grail Contemplates Homicide. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Kinslane. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he hooked it up the next day, found space somehow for uh-huh. it, and uh, has been playing it Gee, sense. I wonder... So you're now a four-console household, aren't you? Uh, Two Xboxes, a Wii, and a PS3? Yeah. <laughs> we actually have three Xboxes. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You have well, the original Xbox. Well, I have mine, and then Aridin got his, and then Aridin decided he had to have the wireless one with all the fans, so he bought another one and was going to sell it to his aunt. Mm-hmm. His aunt ended up not needing it, so Daxa said, I'm sick, and you guys are always on the Xboxes. I want my own Xbox. Ah. So she reclaimed his. Gotcha. And... Put it well, if you ever go put that back on, on the uh, for sale block, let me know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, well, we'll see. I mean, right now, there's, she rather likes there has it. been many times where all three have been in use, over, the, especially <laughs> with her being <laughs> down and just mm-hmm. kind of sitting around. She's been able to play through most of Dead Island. Yeah, she was um, saying. I finally, I think I may have weaned her off that a little bit because I finally found a copy of Kirby Mass Attack used on the DS. Mm-hmm. I took made use of GameStop's You distracted her with the DS. Well, shiny thing, shiny exactly. thing, shiny thing. But they, have a, the they had a good deal going this weekend that you didn't have to wait at midnight for, which was buy two used products and get a third one for free. Nice. So I was able to get that, get math, or aired in some uh, PS3 games, and it worked out well. In preparation for the holiday of gift-giving. Yeah, start on that. And But all my online deals, I was able to finish my computer and Dax's computer. And I came in under... You put them together or you just received no, the No, they're all shipping. So this gotcha. by next weekend, they should be built. I, I have most of the stuff. I'm just waiting for like the you know the meat of it, which was the processor, right. the motherboard, and the video cards. Excellent. And RAM. Maybe a case and just staple it to the wall. No, we got the cases. They've been sitting in our house now for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> cases are easy. Cases are there. We got power supplies stacked up, some hard drives, but yeah. For the Did you get uh, the hard drives before the Great Flood? Well, we went and actually decided after you know musing with a friend of mine who was also putting together a computer, we're all basically putting together the same machines, we decided we ha- all have network storage now. Why do we need a massive plate or drive? So now instead we're, we have two 120 solid-state drives ah, on each of our computers. Solid-states, okay. So... And those went, and those ended up being about a hundred bucks each. Well, one was about a hundred. Yeah, because my other question is, even with the network storage, if you're just building it yeah. for the game, mm-hmm. well, what the hell do you? You need enough storage for the game, and that's pretty well, much yeah. about. And the OS, and that's really about it. Because that's need, the, you need some sort of that's the buffer. System, that's stuff. the kind of thing I'm looking yeah. at too. Is yeah, I'm not going to go get a, go out and get a terabyte drive nah. for this thing. The solid states are a really good idea. That's probably yep. what I'm going to. I'm still waiting well, for the for the for the specifications on the game to come out well, to find me- out. Mechanical hard drives are suffering from there were massive flooding in Thailand and the industrial sector is basically under 10 feet of water. Oops. And they manufacture right. a lot of the small springs and components that go into mechanical hard drives. So of course within a day and a half our local Fry's Electronics had begun price gouging yeah. and uh, limiting you to one per customer on drives before there could ever have possibly been any actual real effect in the supply chain mm-hmm. from right. the flood. Yeah. No, no, they're just using news to actually well, price manipulate. When the Exxon Valdez ran around mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. one five millionth of the world supply of oil spilled yeah. and gas prices went up substantially. Yeah. 
Yeah. For no same, apparent reason. No, the, yeah. the apparent reason is they had an excuse to. They could do it, yeah. They could point to it. They could, so they did. But it's not just fries. I mean, on, well, everywhere. everywhere. I oh, just, yeah. I Everybody's just, I just made it. note of yeah. it at our local fries. Yeah. So hard drives are likely to be unreasonably oh, they're just 150% their normal prices. Easily. I mean, for no good reason. terabytes you could find under a hundred bucks now are like one seventy, one eighty. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, it's so that makes the solid states, which are not affected by this, right. even more appealing. Right. And that's why for a Black Friday, normally you saw tons of hard drive sales. This year it was all external. Yeah, that's external and solid state. That's the only all the stuff they already had warehouses mm-hmm. full of before mm-hmm. the Great Flood. But I digress because we have Comic Con our Great Flood of Art Eleven. We are come upon our first break, but I'm getting a finger. My, wait, my wait, wife is giving wait, me the finger. Wait, yes, it's it's the polite finger, though. Um, I do have to say that I am um, applauding Pusar for completely distracted me from the show by actually writing a choose-your-own-adventure game in the IRC chat. See what you're missing, non-live listeners? So I am, um, so far, answering the questions and running through making choices in the game. Say goodnight, Gracie. By the way, we're all in it. I am not it's, surprised. It's a story about us. The story of us. Yes. Ah, You are listening to The Story of Us. No. Casually Hardcore. Live on Versus the World Radio. VTWProductions.com. Check us out on the web. Look at the shows tab and see all the fine shows. You will be glad that you did, including the new and improved... Yes, we have a, at least one day a week. We got ourselves a damn morning show. Alpha Geek oh. Radio Fridays. Yay. Occupying that space in the lineup left void by the morning stream which only runs one monday through thursday we felt the void we filled the void join us way too freaking early 7 a.m pacific time every friday for your morning drive time dose of nerdiness <sighs> never a dull moment uh we have no northrend news it being a holiday weekend the amazing and incredible amelia Overbay day has taken the weekend off enjoying her turkey but it being the holiday season and all we have some Special holiday music queued up for you right now. <laughs> we'll be back right All after right, this. you know what's coming. Probably. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Council had us banished to an asteroid that hasn't undermined our holiday. 
Santa Claus who watches over us with glowing red eyes. They carry weapons and they know if you've been bad or good. Not everybody's good, but everyone tries. And the rocks outside the airlock to pneumonia scented snow. It's like a winter wonderland. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime, where we're working in a mine for a robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. And as usual, we have superior data input from our all-volunteer research mm-hmm. team who spend their time trolling and lurking on the Versus the World forums, which if you don't know what it is, you should come to VTWProductions.com, click on forums at the top of the page, and join in the melee. It is worthy. And this week, Deus Ex leads the charge with the sadly titled research thread for the week, which is In Memoriam of Pern, or Go Forth, Dragon Riders. Yes. And the lead story is sci-fi writer Anne McCaffrey has passed away at age 85, known mostly for her Dragon Riders of Pern works. And I wouldn't say mostly. I mean, Ship Who Sang and uh, Crystal Singer and all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all all the same universe. All the... Federation of Sentient Planets. It's the FSP yep. universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them are located in that one. Um, even the uh, on-the-surface apparently fantasy one, which which sneaks up on you and beats you over the head later in the story the and, and, re- stories, and reveals yeah. itself to be, ha-ha, sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she doesn't sneak up. The, the prologue is always from a sci-fi angle. Right. She always describes, you know, Ruckbat in, in the Sagittarian sector. and But they really... If you have never read Dragon Riders of Pern and you have any uh, liking of sci-fi slash fantasy, um, it's one of those kind of required reading moments. Yeah. Of you, you're almost yeah. guaranteed you're going to find it uh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. And she wrote into the universe from lots of different angles. She had lots of little miniature miniseries within the yeah. greater story arc. Actually, the Harper Hall they... series. Um, I think the only book that's actually not in that universe that you can tell is Restoree. Her first novel. Because that was technically under her romance novel. Um, it was, it was, that was her first ever novel, period, was Restoree. It was her first novel, was Restoree, yes. And she, she wrote it Restoree. specifically 
because she was annoyed with the uh, weak and wilting portrayal of female leads yeah. in science fiction. And the thing that a lot of people who, who love Anne McCaffrey from the sci-fi angle don't realize, if you look at her full bibliography, she wrote way more romance novels than she ever wrote sci-fi novels. She was a machine creating romance novels because they pay the bills. Yeah. Um, and in some of her series, uh, there was the Freedom series, Freedom, Freedom's Landing, Freedom's Choice, and another one where she blended the two styles together. It was basically a romance novel, cross-species, set in the sci-fi <laughs> universe. And, that, and that, was, that was when I was reading that. I was like, this, I mean, it's, it's good. I'm enjoying it, but this is definitely a romance novel. And then that led me to look up and say, oh, holy crap, she's, she's a romance novelist. Yeah. I had never known that about her until <laughs> then. Like, you're, you're showing me your colors, Anne, and okay, now I get it because you really know how to write romance novels and you decided to mix it up a bit for this series. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, um, I mean, the, she was an incredible author, just incredible author. One of my absolute favorites. I've, I've read her since I was a child, and if I can convince my children to read her, I think that... Uh, I think that they will enjoy her to no end. Yeah, but, who uh, doesn't want a fire lizard as a pet? Right. Oh, God. To this day, a, bring a, me a, a fire lizard. <laughs> empathic, miniature dragon that it, can teleport. And rides on yeah. your shoulder. And rides on your shoulder. And, and, yeah. And, yeah, who the and hell would loves, not want And that? loves you. <laughs> right. Yep. Yes, Unconditionally loves you. Um, yeah. And is intelligent. Very intelligent. You mm-hmm. can have conversations and with And occasionally breathe fire if... Well, and you can also see how that influences later books like Aragon series, whatever that, that right. where you have a that dragon one that I, that's bounded to you. That and all one I stuff. could not read. I haven't read it. I, I couldn't. Saw the movie I couldn't get I through it. I read. I probably read the first hundred, hundred and fifty pages, yeah. and I could not get into it. So, um, but I mean, the versus the dragon writers there. one, yeah, and all the weirs of Pern, which was the one where Master Harper right. Robinson died. Spoiler um, alert! Yeah. <laughs> For books that have been out for like 30, 30 years. Exactly. Um, I know. I cried for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. She wrote the most amazing. And there are 181, 184 comments on this thread that was posting her death. Yeah. Um, uh, the story about it uh, on it's, MSNBC. It's one of the most successful authors I've seen who has written the continuity. Mm hmm. And then went back in time and wrote the arrival of the colonists. Right, and it was an it equally was just compa- as good, totally yeah. different story. Yeah, so this was hard sci-fi people arriving in sleeper ships, waking up from hibernation and beginning the act of colonizing. Mm-hmm. And in the back of your head, you know, threads coming, threads right. coming. Right, they don't know what, what's going to happen, and but still managed to make it not just a, well, we're just going to retell the same story yeah. for different. No, this is a compelling and okay, you got me again. You're, you got me for six books at least. Here we go. Yeah. Um, it's funny. My first exposure to her was actually playing Dragon Riders of Pern on the Atari 800. Oh God. Yeah. You know, Dragon Riders of Pern was within inches of becoming a television series at one point. Really? Um, huh. They had, it, it was cast. It was, the effects work had been worked out. They had worked out, Dragons and dragon riding to Anne McCaffrey's satisfaction. So, of course, the last second, the um, studio stepped in and tried to radically alter the the casting and the basis of the show to turn it into an angsty teen no, emo yeah, drama. Yeah, I heard of that. And, and McCaffrey said no. And she said the plug is pulled. Yeah, she she did a she did a, a JMS. She just said yep. no. 
this was never about money to me. Right. This is about getting my creative vision onto the screen for a larger audience, and you're screwing with that, and I'm taking my bat and my ball and my glove, and I'm going home. Yeah. And I'm glad, and I'm not glad. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that she pulled the plug on what would have been something that would have diminished right. the the series. I'm not glad that the studio had to come in with their better ideas about right. what people want to watch and screw it up for everybody. Sometimes you can stick with the native material. Yeah. You don't really have to do much to adapt it to a screenplay. Yeah, but the problem is mm. that the Hollywood types have such huge egos, they think that they can make everything better. Right. Or, 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 or more appealing or to more a different market. To a different or, market. Or, right. Yeah, they try to a wider it. demographic for this thing. Right. Why the hell did you make a, a, a TV series about dragons if you wanted wide appeal, you moron? You were going for a niche market from the concept. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not bitter. Well, so. No, no. Actually, here's. Oh, go ahead if you're. There's a comment in here that I think is actually a really interesting point on in terms of eulogy. Uh, a gentleman whose call on sign there was Dan Will says, it says something that after five pages of comments, not one was negative at the time that I wrote this. She was such a positive person and had such a good effect on those that read her work that no smart arses have trolled her. I think that's a record for this news vine. Sigh, it's truly a sad day with truly sad news. Mm-hmm. So it does say something when you can go five, seven, eight pages, 200 total comments on or the so, so far yeah. <laughs> on the internet and no one is trolling you. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Good on you. Yeah. yeah. We'll miss you. Though she did uh, pass the the writing bug onto her son, Todd McCaffrey, yeah. who she slowly eased into writing in the Pern universe. So there have been a few, a few novels that they co-wrote while she was uh, in her declining years, and he's put out a couple that are um, of improving quality. Yeah. It is hard. I mean, that's a hard, hard act standard to <laughs> to hit. Yes. Um, but it... The, the couple of works of his that I've read were like, okay, this is a solid per oh, that's good. novel. So there, there will be more. You can either look at it as milking of the franchise or continuing to carry the torch, however. which Whatever your personal level of cynicism is, uh, there'll be more stuff from the McCaffrey family in the Pern universe. Yeah. You look at what happened with the Herberts and Dune. And, right. Uh, Not so good. It, it can go horribly wrong. Oh, yeah. oh, obvious cash grab is obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, there's interesting things to look at what people do with famous writers' um, estates afterwards. Because there's the Christopher Tolkien approach, which is I'm going to go do an archaeological dig. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating. They, they did a grid like they do in archaeological sites. Yeah. And they excavated Tolkien's office. Because that's the only way they could place the dates of things because the man had no organizational wow. skills whatsoever. So there were sedimentary inter- layers of writing in his office. Jeez. So he became the historian and the collector of his father's various aborted writings yeah. and revisions. And so he came along and said, here's, you know, here's no new material. Here's just tons of material my dad created yeah. that I excavated and unearthed for you. And the unfinished tales gets posted. Uh, right. Various things get published. So that's one approach. Is like, well, there's a wealth of work here. I'll just make my lifetime, uh, my living, giving, giving you more. Up. Yeah. And then there's the Herberts, which is, hey, we're gonna milk it. We'll have 1,700 million ghostwriters coming here, and we'll stick the Herbert name on it, and we'll call it Dune. Yeah, not so good. So, and then there's the, hey, I'm gonna work with my mom while she's still alive to right. learn how to write like she does and carry it forward. We'll see how yeah. it turns out. So far, so good. Hope it doesn't turn into a, a Dune 
Uh, Failure. Yeah. <laughs> Fail! Yeah. Oh, but again, I'm not very bitter. Ugh. All right, so, moving down the contribution well, list. Well, actually, that, that reminds me. I, over the break I was on, I read uh, The Hunger Games, which is coming out as a movie. Just got it on Audible yesterday. It's worth worth the read. Surprisingly, it's very short and succinct, but they do a very nice job of making you feel for the characters that are there. And I'm curious now, with it coming out in movie form, because it is it is written almost in the vein of like a Harry Potter but it's Harry Potter that kills people. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it is marketed. Yeah. What held me back for it from it for so long is that it's it's a teen novel. Is how it's marketed. Yeah, and I can see that. But funny enough, to me, the big thing that I got out of this, having and this is my expertise with the Twilight series, is I've caught maybe thirty minutes of one of the movies. So that's all I know of it. But I know also of what Dax, Edward. What, what Dax is writing and stuff like that. But in this book, you can see, and maybe there's two other books to this. I'll see how she does. But she sets up a compelling main character that's a female that's very strong and able to take care of herself and has two potential love interests and doesn't make you feel like, just Team shoot Edward. me. Yeah. <laughs> or I need to be on somebody's team. Yeah. Uh-huh. It actually makes it a piece of the story. It doesn't beat you over the head like the little bits of Twilight I've seen seems to do. And it overall, not it was a really one. good book. I mean, it was very surprising how in little, I mean, just how short it was to make me feel something for the character she wrote. I, I used my Audible credit this month to do Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't started listening yet. No. Yeah. Um, the the as usual when we're driving up to the uh, secret mountain lair, the conversation is too good, so we never wind up doing things like audiobooks. <laughs> That's well. part of the reason for going to the secret mountain lair is it forces you to sit still in the car as a family for three and a half hours. Yeah. And uh, we typically don't run out of material. That's good. Yeah. But it was there as an emergency backup. Cool. Okay. So pulled, oh, while riding around. What were town we debating this time? We were talking about. Rewriting and how they could have made oh Anita Blake Anita Blake storyline better. Yeah, Laurel Hamilton and how she screwed her. Well, she yeah, she apparently went off the rails according to Daxa. Oh my God. Yeah, like she basically she said it just became porn. Yeah, so basically all it became. There's exactly. no story left no. anymore. There's, it was basically this is not even you know girl porn style. Which is too style. bad because when she's giving me synopsises of books, it's like I wow read, that sounds really good. <laughs> I read the early series. Yeah, they were freaking awesome. Yeah, that's why I feel so keenly the loss of these. Like wow. What happened? They turned their main character into a succubus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's and and went with it, full body. I bang, mean, bang, bang, yeah. bang. <laughs> no pun intended. Right. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about banging. Fire chicka succubus. Anyway, oh, that's what happens yeah. when you you know, get yourself involved with a vampire incubus. But anyway, yeah, these mm-hmm. things happen. And what's interesting, one things we were talking about is that the the incubus character was so much more compelling and more interesting mm-hmm. because his story was all about him resisting his nature right. once he encountered the female lead. Yeah. And said, okay, for you, I'll control this. Yeah. Or you know, I've worked for centuries to get this under control. And, yeah. and I understand right. the story point of she is a freshly made succubus and has no freaking idea how to control right. herself. Seven books later, she still doesn't, doesn't have <laughs> any idea how to control herself. Yeah. And while that's realistic within the rules of the universe where the male lead took centuries to get it under control, um, I'm not going to wait it's centuries. It's not compelling. Yeah, I'm not going to wait that long right. for the book to become good. 
Um, so yeah, we don't read that anymore. Yeah. I'm actually was rereading the first few before things went off the rails because they really are such good. good stories. And yeah. it, it really is one of the things that like, I was telling Noam on the way up there. I said, I completely rewrote the whole scenes. section of the book, the whole section of the one book where it, it all went off the rails and you knew it was going to stay that way. You and, have it in your head the way you want it to like, be. It's like, no, no, no. This is, this is how she can handle that and this is what you're going to do. You know, and I just, <laughs> I'm going to rewrite it. <laughs> also known as the Path of Daggers. Syndrome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. There you go. Why, what? Robert? Why? Why? <laughs> God smote him with an incurable deadly disease yeah. at that point, I am convinced. I'm pretty sure that was the reason. You took the gift of creativity I gave you and did this? this? Oh, <laughs> Real time. I, it's so funny. I was at a Bookman's, which is a used swap place, yeah. and they had a... A bunch of role-playing books, and one of them was the Wheel of Time role-playing book, which right. I haven't seen forever. I was like, oh, that was such a good series that went to such a bad place, and I just never – I could never get past that book. I could never keep reading Well, no, I stopped before – I stopped. that was the book I stopped on, but yeah. I stopped really caring before that. Uh, so I've kept the first – I, the world four? was awesome. See, for I me, kept the first four. To me personally, Lord of Chaos, which is the book right before it, was the mm-hmm. best book in the entire series. Okay. It was so because it was the main character Rand finally just stepping up and saying, okay. "Okay, no more. I'm done being used. I'm putting people in their place. I got power, and I'm going to use it." And it was a big cliffhanger with the other characters, and then you got to Path of Daggers, which was basically a re- half the book was rewriting. Yeah, Lord, Red of chaos. Red counting law, Lord of Chaos. Oh, it was just, it killed me. So Yeah, no, the, Jordan is yeah. guilty of not obeying his own Bible. Right. He right. set up the rules of his yeah. own universe. <laughs> the one then, power, or one source, I think the, it was Yeah, called. the source. One, yeah, yeah, the source. The male half and the yeah. female half. Yeah. Great idea. And male, idea. male half yeah. is, you've got your yeah. yin and your yang going on. You've got your, one half is tainted. Right, male right. half is damaged. You know. and, and then they came out with the true source. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the one power. Yeah, it was just got retarded. So Yeah. Anyhow, but again, not bitter, not bitter at all. Um, And I'm wondering if anyone out there, I'm pretty sure they haven't finished publishing because they, I know since he had warning that he was dying, he spent a great deal of time with the replacement author filling him in where he wanted it to go and gave him very detailed, as much as he could while on life support, basically. Um, I'm wondering if they finished publishing the most and just where the hell the story ended up. Yeah, I have no idea. Neither do I. Because I couldn't make it past that book. I mean, after that book, I couldn't read anymore. Um, yep. So yeah, you know, you get to that point. It's it is kind of interesting. You just get to that point, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah. And you just stop caring. I hit the same with uh, Terry Godkin and his uh, uh, the Sword of Truth series. I hit book five. I read book five, and I was so mad at him for doing <laughs> that that I just stopped. I couldn't read anymore. I'm like, and these were long books. Like mm-hmm. that was a lot of time invested. Here's a thousand pages. I just couldn't take it. Um, I can't take it anymore. All right, so I want to jump in on one of the stories from our research Let me thread. F- finish yeah. giving people credit. And I'll sure. Never like the week to go by and not saying thank oh, you yeah, to these people who take the time Fine. out of their busy week to research stuff that makes our lives easier. Yeah. So thank you, Deus Ex, Aid, Fangs with a Z, which is what makes it cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you for posting this person because I get to say the name. Yes. Boba Finish. You know, he's just like, like I'll just post a link to Google and just I so want, I get my name on there. And I want him to do that because I get to say <laughs> Boba, Boba Fetish. Fetish. And actually, he was stepping up to volunteer for the Alpha Geek Radio Friday's research team. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I get yeah. to say Boba Fetish. I did try show. to name one of my characters in Star Wars Boba Fetish, but and it was they, gone. <laughs> so, um, 
Unfortunately. Dang it. Um, okay, so real quick from our research team. Sci-Fi orders script based on DC Comics Booster Gold. Yeah, what an obscure... I, I love that comic when I was a kid. I mean, it was such mm-hmm. an interesting concept of... Rich guy from the future. Rich guy from the future comes in the past to become a superhero. Using his money to do it, basically. To become very famous yep. and gets back and finds out being a superhero is a rough, yeah. not easily done. Um, job and so yeah, it was and it's being written by one of the writers for Fringe. Yeah, which so, makes me feel hopeful. It's about interesting. It. I mean, it's sci-fi, so I have a little. But he, they've been a little hit and miss. I mean, I I thought Alpha's was okay. I don't know if you watched that the whole run. It was decent, and they're uh, being humans coming back this January, which was a really good. See, show. I already I watched the original. Right, I know, I know, but I'm just saying they they've been putting on some shows that have been decent lately. Mm-hmm. So. I have at least a little bit of hope. Some hope. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they still, they, they, I mean, they assassinated Stargate Universe just as it was becoming really uh, freaking good. Tell me about it. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, um, we, at the time we were talking about the fact that, wow, there's some characters we really hate. Yeah. And, I mean, I haven't, I haven't felt this kind of loathing for a character since Gaius goddamn Baltar. Mm-hmm. Um, Woohoo! Right. Yeah. And, like, but. And Arch Nemesis appreciates that uh, swearing. Thank you. And she's listening because she's she's picking up. She's kind of hit the curve here. Yeah, she's where picking she's up words. getting several words a day now. Um, so you know that it's mostly repeating. Yeah. So let me say hey, it again. Ar- <gasps> Arch nemesis, can so you much. say thank you? Hey. No. <laughs> no. Buh. No. Buh. Here. She does not perform. Right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here to amuse you. Am I like here to clown? amuse you? Am I, yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, no. Boba. Basically, my daughter is Joe, Joe yeah. Pesci. So, real quick, no Boba Fesh. I was not trying to take your name. I just thought it would be a funny thing to honor you, honor the name of Boba Fesh. Spread the good word. Somebody else though already took it. So, damn well. them. Well, then, conveniently enough, that's the end of the segment. So, <laughs> we'll come back and we'll hit. We will hit more research thread goodness because there's much there this week. When we return, for the moment, you are listening to Casually Hardcore, getting our geek on. Oh hell yeah! Nerds on the interwebs, what more can you ask for? We have some more season-appropriate music coming your way from, again, the great and terrible, as an awesome, Jonathan Colton. We shall return once I find my mouse, po- once I find my mouse pointer and click. Yeah, we'll be back after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high-availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Okay, guys, everyone ready to sing the song? Yeah, I'm ready. Great. Now, remember, it's almost Christmas, and nobody has any pod-safe Christmas music, so uh, that's your motivation here. Uh, C.C. Chapman, you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. And uh, Lynn and Nora from Jawbone, good to go? Let's do this! And uh, Adam Curry, Skyping in from the helicopter flying somewhere above your golden palace. You all patched in there, Adam? Adam. 
Except, uh, Adam, you sounded a little bit like you were rushing it there at the end. Uh, you know what I mean? Buddy? Whatever, dude. All right, well, I can't say I care for the attitude, but, you know, just pay attention next time. Now, uh, the rest of you, I just wanted to go over... Adam. Adam, did you say something to me? No. Oh, that's funny. I thought I heard you say something. No, I didn't. Look, I don't want to go through this with you. We're here to sing a song about Pod Save Christmas music, and I, I just want everyone to do their best, you know? I mean, can you just give me a little effort? Shut up, Cece. Adam, just give me a little effort, okay? Adam? Adam? Adam! Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Dot com. And picking up the threads of the research thread, yeah. I have one here that's just brought warmth, love, and the holiday spirit Woo-hoo. into my heart. Charlie Brown beats Lady Gaga in Thanksgiving ratings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> from, <laughs> from inside tv.ew.com. That's great. It's the Big Bang Theory, Charlie Brown. All the Thanksgiving specials Thursday night couldn't hold a candle to a repeat of the CBS comedy, which delivered 11.2 million viewers and a 3.6 adult demo rating. Compare that to ABC's Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, 5.8 million, 1.8, and a very gaga Thanksgiving, 5.4 million, 1.6. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I looked at Aaron the other day. I said, did you ever see the Charlie Brown Christmas Thanks. special? And he said, no, I haven't. I'm like, all right. Sit, sit down, down. Sit down. Netflix. <laughs> we got to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special. You need to watch this. Special. I walked in to pick up Nemesis from uh, the yeah. kids club at the end of school the other day. And they had, this was the last day before Thanksgiving holiday. And they had the projector going. Now, it's not the projector like we had in our schools. Right, right. This was the LCD projector, LED projector. Showing the computer. 
But they were playing the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. And because of the world we live in, I had seen days before the sign out saying, if you don't want your kid to be exposed to the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special, please indicate now. The hell's in the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special? Overt religious overtones. Oh, God. Literally. Like, like, <laughs> like I said, because of the world we live in. Yes. So, but the fact that you know, they would make accommodations for your child to have other interesting rub, activities rub, rub, rub. to do without being exposed to the great you, Satan you, of you, Charlie, Charlie. Charlie. Snoopy. You cannot have my alcohol. Here, I'll come get you some fruit juice. The drinking light is on for everyone but the wee baron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. it, it is meet and right that uh, Charlie Brown should smoke Lady Gaga in the ratings. Right. At the same time, I mean, as, as annoying as I find Lady Gaga's overall packaging mm-hmm. and the, the way overworked packaging that the industry does around her, she's a hell of a talented woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, she she's is. She's a classically trained opera singer, for God's yes. sake. And man, does it show. I just can't, I can't get past the yeah. overdone packaging to get to the artist. I mean, not to turn in my man card, but I have watched her just sit at a piano and sing and play. Yeah. It's really impressive. <laughs> but, I mean, part of the reason she's successful is there's real talent there. Yeah. I would just I would like the real talent unadulterated, please. Well, I, and I understand some of what she does, and you well, know, and, and not all of that. It's comment. Well, it's commentary from, also on right. pop culture, and not all of that comes from the her production yeah. machine. I read an article once about her mm-hmm. that she is actually a very driven person and has a very clear idea of where she wants to go and what kind of facade okay. she wants to present or what kind of face, as I suppose is a better word, yeah. what kind of face she wants to present to the public as an artist. And that has a lot to do with But I think it's funny when she does things like she wears a meat suit yes. to an award show. And you can just hear the people at PETA going, ah! Yes, people eating tasty animals? Yes, and that just amuses the hell out of me. Um, yeah. So I, I get what's... I just don't... Her music just doesn't appeal to me. That's... It's hit or miss. Yeah, some me. some of them grab me. They're they're earworms. They'll get in there and yeah. they, they won't let go. Yes. Here's here's one from our semi-functional email. Um, <laughs> the server melted down. The, the CPU <laughs> fan stopped turning. What do you think was going to happen? Bad things. Help! Yeah, exactly. All the people escaped from the grid. It was a very interesting smell. I guess that's the smell of, of programs burning. Gotcha. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm, res mm, Real. Yeah. Since you mentioned that, have you seen that Droid Razor commercial with the guy like? Chasing down the van, he gets in. Like literally, the music playing is such a ripoff of Daft Punk. It's unbelievable. You're like, really? Come on! And he's like on the motorcycle, and it's like, oh, it's just ridiculous. Okay, I I really, I enjoyed the the Daft Punk scoring. Oh, it was incredible! It was great. I I actually and and their little cameo was pretty damn funny too. But I mean, I I I went and bought the album. It was really really good. I I I do have a, a section in my life that where techno lives. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the whole movie. Actually, the movie too. But, yeah, you know, and I'm glad that they're making a, a third. Yeah, um, and, and I like the little seeds they planted. And like I said, Edward Dillinger is in. I there. hope they feature now Cillian Murphy. I think is his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, because he's thinking, a he's a great actor too. I really like oh, freaking Scarecrow. And yeah. you ever see him in Sunshine? No, go see that one. Really a good one. Okay, um, Space Mission to the Sun. Oh, to to deliver this this quantum package to help reignite the sun because the sun is uh, is dying is dying yes. prematurely. I remember seeing the previews for that. Really good suspense psychological thriller because oh, cool. along the way they encounter the previous mission that mysteriously disappeared, yeah. and the overtones are basically what uh, 
psychologically being exposed to that kind of solar radiation at that range does to people. Ah. It's, it's creepy and scary and well done, and, cool. the, and he turns in a great performance okay. on it. I'll check it out. Um, yeah. Um, I can't remember. Was it? I'm not sure if I'm remembering the movie title correctly. Okay. But I have uh, I have one. Sure, not, but you've been waiting for a while. I no, think. no, no, no. Okay. I have one under uh, Boba Fetish's post. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how he labels it. He says, okay, these next two are from the Why We Can't Have Nice Things files. And the first one is, man starts a petition to have Skyrim banned and all copies destroyed. So some crazy person... Uh, very, very right-wing Christian, Christian has a, a petitioned the White House to round up all copies of Skyrim, outlaw it, and burn them, and remove it from the internet. Hmm. Um, yeah, we'll just hit the erase button. I have an update yeah. on this when you're done. But the official website for the White House now actually includes the ability for anyone 13 or older who lives in the U.S. to start a petition about literally anything and try and garner the president's attention. The result has been interesting. So there there are legitimate petitions about legitimate issues. There are also plenty out of left field and downright crazy ones, maybe even some jokes. So anyway, the petition is essentially um, immediate ban on Skyrim, seize and destroy all copies, erase its presence from the Internet. Yeah, that would work. Um, Prosecute the players of Skyrim to the fullest extent of the law. Yeah, lethal injection because he played a video game. Um, And then to create a national database of video game avatars and screen names so that teenagers can be better monitored. Let me tell you, (laughs) I'd be doing 40 life sentences because I've been playing the hell out of Skyrim. That's why I thought of you when I read that. Because that like, is game of the year um, right there. The update, yeah, the update on this is that the, it turns out the petition was indeed created by the folks at, I believe it's called Christwire.com. Oh, and, it's a, and it's a parody website. So this is a joke. Well, you have to, well played, I, sir. Well played. I, I read this earlier, and at the bottom of the, the petition, it says, update, turns out the petition was indeed created by Christ, the Christfire folks. If you go up further, there's a Christian satire article written by another guy in Kotaku. If you follow that to the Christian or the Christfire website, you figure out that, uh, yeah, they're not serious about this at all. But it was pretty funny. That's funny. It was, it was amusing as hell. <laughs> However, there are 347 signatures on the petition uh. now. Oh, really? I thought there was only... I followed the petition link, and oh, as of you? this exact moment... There are 347 signatures on that petition. And I'd be willing to bet that there are quite a few of those folks who think that... They're right. They're, that's that a, it's that's a legitimate petition. Yeah. See, that's the that's problem legit. with putting that's a pretty, joke petition up there. That's pretty funny. What happens if you actually do get the 25,000 you need to get the president's here? I know. So 25,000 people go out and sign something that was intended as a joke. And then you end up with... Huh. Well, I'm convinced, having played quite a bit of Skyrim, that uh, PETA was involved in the making of it. You can't <laughs> slaughter animals? No, I walked back into town after doing some you know, quest. I went through a cave, and I got whatever item I was supposed to find. I was returning triumphantly, and I walked into town, and this chicken crossed my path. And I said, chicken, time to cook. And I shot him with a fireball, and the entire town attacks me. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well, I remember reading that if I sheathe my weapon, they'll just, you know, find me. So I put my weapon away. No. 
<laughs> Chicken killing is apparently there's no coming back from it because they <laughs> chased me out you of town. Immediately gone into Khan's red. That huh? was it. There was <laughs> no. There's no fine. Your there's KOS. no way you can uh-huh. make amends other Thank than you. with your KOS blood. Is what I was for. <laughs> so now, was, does it erase it once you die? No. 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 Once you die, you're done. You have to reload the game, which if oh. you've saved after you've killed said chicken, you are screwed for that. That town oh, hates you. So no. I ended up actually restarting a character, and I made a big orc then at that point and proceeded to kill people around the town just to show my uh, distaste for <laughs> Nice. You can kill people, and they don't actually hate you as Well, a as long as you do it out of sight. Apparently, somebody saw me roast the chicken in question, which was... Uh, and then they immediately insured, you know, told the rest of the townsfolk who then chased me out of town. Chicken killer. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty horrible. There's another optional title for this today's episode, Chicken Killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah, overall, a fantastic, fantastic game. If you don't, Open world, swords uh, and sorcery It's adventure. just incredible. In I have heard really, really acting. good things about it. Choose whatever you want to be. They streamlined all the issues I had with the last one. Uh, Oblivion have been streamlined and made in a very uh, accessible package. And it just it's amazing to look off in the distance and see a mountain and then run up that mountain and look off and see where you came from and have everything accessible. It's just an incredible game. Nice. Props for Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. Skyrim. Which is a Blizzard product? No. no. Bethesda. Bethesda. That's what I was thinking. This, another, so that the article, I was gonna, yeah, the article was bad. The petition actually says it's from Blizzard Entertainment. And <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's Blizzard. Yeah. So that's why I was saying. Deliberately, hmm. I think there's probably more troll baiting in there. Because there's a, a meme on the internet of these little, like the motivational posters that are yeah. deliberately wrong. Uh-huh. So they'll have a quote, never tell me the odds. Yeah. And they'll have a picture of Malcolm Reynolds from from uh, uh, Firefly. Oh yeah, yeah. And they'll attribute so they'll say, you know, Han Solo from Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> so they get the picture wrong, the quote mm. wrong, and the attribution <laughs> wrong. Nice. Awesome. Just to inflame nerd rage. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, there's there's just dozens and dozens. And of the scenes. nerds and the nerds don't even get it that they're doing exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, that's it's, great. It's, it's organized troll baiting. <laughs> So saying that, that 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 Skyrim is from Blizzard Entertainment is probably a version of that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, where you get to play Frodo in, uh, in Skyrim <laughs> by Blizzard. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And the, and the torches and pitch, pitchforks approach your door. Nerds, 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 nerds. But we love oh, you. Oh, boy. What? That's how I roll. Your, your, your daughter's okay, from our From our semi-functional email uh, server, this one's targeted at you, Gwen. Uh-oh. This is from Matthew. It says a website, uh, webscription.net, is the webpage for Bain Publishing. They do all the Honor Harrington books. Yes. And they are all now fully available on the Nook. Oh, very nice. Which I know you are a Nook owner. Yes, I am. You were in, you were in early days Nook owner. You have a Nook color? No, you have, you have my the, mother has a Nook color. Okay, you have the original Nook. I have the original Nook, and I was in Barnes & Noble last night and found out that the... And I got to play with... The Nook tablet? The Nook tablet. Mm. Ah. It's actually kind of cool. Oh, yeah, the Nook tablet, we... I would like the little Nook Touch, I forget what they call it, but they just dropped the price from, I think it was $139 down to $99. Yeah. I was like, oh, you evil people, you have to have this now. He says, they, he says they've just released the Ark of Arising Thunder, the next book in the said Honor Harrington series. Yes, David Weber is from fantastic. Another sci-fi fanatic, All his Matthew. other stuff that he writes. Thank you, Matthew. I appreciate that greatly. Jeez. 
Um, I've been trying to get into the Otherworld series that was uh, recommended yeah. to me. Have you read that? I was only recommended it to you. Okay. Yeah. I can't wrap my head around this. He keeps ping-ponging from storyline to storyline with no through line and no visible connection. It takes connection. a while to see this. It's, it's separate stories. It's taking a long while. Yeah. I'm having a real hard time pushing through this. When is this going to get good? Because contained within themselves, mm-hmm. some of these are pretty interesting. The, the virtual reality one. With, Dual. Yeah, with Abu and uh, what's her name? Um, yeah. So the, the Bushman and right. at the university. The yeah. Um, and the mystery you know, ailment that's striking right. people down who interface with the net. Um, the World War One guy? Is it World War One or World War Two? I can't remember which. Um, he's World War Two, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he, he just keeps abruptly jumping mm-hmm. from storyline to storyline, and like, there's no commonality. There's the MMO guy um, yeah. who you know, gets his character perma-killed because he gets right. distracted by the light yeah. uh, coming in. And there's a little bit of that guy. Yep. Please tell me this goes somewhere. Oh, yeah. It all ties together when you get to I mean, they start interacting more and more. By the end, it's very together. Okay. But you got to look at them. They're just separate threads of people doing stuff. And it all has to do with what is this sickness? What's going on? Why is the net having all these weird issues going okay. on with it? Or the virtual reality matrix. I was showing me people who have done uh, wooden conversions yes, to their cases. Cool. <laughs> so the X- wooden Xbox, wooden uh, Nintendo DS, uh, wooden iPod shuffle. That's silly. <laughs> yeah, woodworking. <laughs> good woodworking. Yep. Okay, the wooden Vespa. Look at the joining yeah, the, uh, on that. The Vespa scooter with a full... Full oh. wooden overlay on it, gorgeous. I would just want to drive oh. that in the rain. I want to drive that oh. outside. It's, it's, oh. It'd it's get chipped. all chipped, I know. But oh my god, it's gorgeous. The joining on that wood is just amazing. Bring it on. By the way, that iPod you can buy. <laughs> nice, I believe it. So they what have a. Do you want to say that again? Which was that? No. <laughs> uh. There you go. You were saying. So they already. So apparently they're already bringing back the Human Torch, who just died. Just got killed earlier this like, year. Yeah, six months ago. Yeah, Human Torch that. returns from the dead in Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's got to be a new record. After less than a year. Which I love the synopsis of other people that have died. It basically says, you know, in 2007, Captain America was assassinated, and a full two years passed before they figured out that he was just trapped in the past. And then they also had Mr. Fantastic died, who stayed died, who stayed dead for about three years before they figured out he was trapped in the past. <laughs> and then, of course, DC killed off Batman, and it wasn't until about two years later that he turned up, still alive, and perhaps somewhat predictably trapped, trapped in, in the, the past. past. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's interesting to see, the, I guess, how they explain it. But overall, if you're going to kill a character, I think you do need to allow yeah. an amount of time to go by mm-hmm. to make his return more mean, his or her return more meaningful. I just like it when they leave him dead. I love that their too. winner. Yeah, I'm kind of a big fan of leaving them dead. Yeah. I love their winner for... Um, gold standard for actual meaningful character death as opposed to annoying supporting character pruning Yeah, um, is probably Jean Grey, who was dead for six years in the 80s and is currently in her seventh year of being dead again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's the classic candidate, I think, for well, being She was the killed. original one where really this is, you know, when comics were kind of entering their, their heyday of yeah. being taken seriously. Um, 
whatever whatever they call what happened after Golden Age. Um, yeah. The just offing a major love beloved character, um, right. and leaving her dead. Now they retcon the living hell out of it later. So sure, that was never Jean Grey at all. Jean Grey was in the bottom of the water, right, in a cocoon, and that was the Phoenix Force impersonating her to know what it was like to be human. Yeah, ever, comma, what? Yeah, um, way to devalue the sacrifice, guys. Thank you, because she killed herself for all the right reason. Right. I mean, Mastermind got into her head, drove her freaking yeah. insane, and drove a being that had gal- galaxy-spanning powers out of her mind. Right. So she started eating star systems. Yeah. For the sheer unadulterated hell of it. Yeah. That star will do nicely. Right. Nom, 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 nom. And there's some great storytelling in there. They, they show one of the Shi'ar planets being annihilated. Sure. The people on the dark side got off light. Yeah. They were asleep and didn't see it coming. <laughs> the rest of them, ah, ah boom. boom. Yeah. Um, so, you know, J.J. Abrams like, no, we're going to kill uh, Vulcan and it's going to stay dead by the end of the film. Same kind of thing. It's great. And Jean, yes, she's back in control of herself, but she's like, I, I could slip at any moment. Yeah. I should not have this power. I'm just going to nip off and shoot myself. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Now, that's, now that is self-sacrifice. And, you know, because I have galactic superpowers and can do whatever right. I want, have whatever I want. And, but I, because I'm a danger to others, I'm going to off myself. Mm-hmm. Dude, and the completely... So that still count as uh, suicide, and therefore you're going to hell? If you believe in that kind of thing. But this is also the same universe where she arguably had or the same it be powers con- as God. So. Or yeah. couldn't it be considered sacrificing? Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, let's play this. She, you know, she was in the embodiment of one of the primal forces of nature, arguably God in and of herself. So right. that's a long conversation is what that is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've gone. I go in occasionally to the Marvel wiki that they've yeah. sprung up that kind of replaces the official handbook of the Marvel universe. Yeah, because wikis are all cool and the kids these days <laughs> love them. And read through and, and try. And this is the summary. This is the synopsis, simplified retelling of what the hell they're doing with Jean Grey slash Phoenix over the years. I have a real hard time following it. It's so freaking convoluted. Mm-hmm. And then, then what and. The white hot room, who and white phoenix and uh, bl- dark green what? Rachel Summer. Ah, my dark brain green hurts! phoenix. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, they just need to leave her dead yeah. and call it good. Yeah, and move on to some other character. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they address their Superman by having Superman off himself, whereas DC has always left Superman as their icon. <laughs> Which is why I dislike Superman a lot, because he's just too powerful. When you hit a character that has no real weakness, they're not interesting anymore. Right. They, they did the whole Doomsday thing, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they gave him his uh, opposite number, um, but he also didn't stay dead. No, of course not. And came back in uh, interesting. Multiple ways that allowed them to spawn several extra titles. Yeah, for a while there. Yeah, yeah. Mm, not at all annoying there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, not not to uh, pun too heavily, but uh, that's been done to death. Right. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I think you did. God damn me. Moving down the list, anyway. So, speaking of comic books, bring it on and characters. Christian Bale is done with Batman. Well, they just wrapped filming on the final movie, didn't they? Yes, but he says, 
uh, he's never going to play Batman again. I don't, that was in the cards anyway. So yeah, nice of you to nice of you to confirm it, Mister Bale. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess they could come to him and large him, hand him large piles of money. Yeah. Um, but is, is he just doesn't want to be typecast, or just doesn't like the material anymore? What's his What's his? Well, reason? he says he. Uh, hang on, let me read this. I'm throwing in the cowl. Christian Bale confirms the Batman Dark Knight Rises will be his final Batman movie. Christian Bale is about to hang up his bat cape and pack away his codpiece for good. The 37 year old actor has admitted his days of playing. Batman are well and truly over. I wrapped a few days ago, so that will be the last time I'm taking that Batman hood off. Hmm. Uh, he believes. He says, I believe the whole production wrapped yesterday, so it's all done. Everything's finished. Then he says, it's me and director Christopher Nolan. That will be the end of that Batman era. Yeah. Yeah, I think Nolan isn't going to go far. No, he, he, wanted, he really had been pretty public about not trilogy. Yeah. I, I, I do, the trilogy seems to be working pretty good for the movies these days. Mm-hmm. Works good in books. Let's stick with it. Yeah, holds the people's attention. Yeah, when 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 you get into a comic book, you could l- literally do it forever because obviously the comic books keep mm-hmm. going on and on. So, yeah, I think you have to have some sort of vision of this is the story we're going to tell. We're Here's done here. And if somebody wants to pick it up or they're going to go in a different direction, that's fine. But well, and the interesting, the yeah, interesting... and the, the thing that was misleading about it was that I saw somewhere, I don't know if it was in the thread or not, but it said uh, Christian Bale to retire Batman, which I thought was slightly misleading because yeah. it was like, wait a minute, there's still comic book franchises that right. are going on. That, so it's not like the final end of Batman. Right. Somebody else will do it again further. Further on, although I I think you have to, the argument would be, yeah, how are they going to top this? Right. At least in terms of movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was revealing the amount of uh, out of touchness of the mainstream media versus the comic book fan base Mm -hmm. when they were discussing how they chose such a minor and uh, unknown villain like Bane. (laughs) <laughs> to be the main villain in The Dark Knight Rises. And you ask any Batman fan about Bane, like, right. ooh, Bane. Yeah. Which is Bane led to the whole Azrael thing. Right. And the whole, it was a major, this was the, this is the guy who broke Bruce Wayne's right. back over his knee. And was a, a major plot point in the Batman universe. But since it's not the Penguin, the Riddler, or the Joker. Yeah. The mainstream is like, who is this unknown villain? Right, right. Like, uh, yeah, which I think is probably why Nolan chose him. This is a really good villain. Well, I mean, also, I mean, he did that same thing with the first movie, though, as well. Right. He chose Scarecrow, who was a very lesser villain right. compared to those three. And did and, right. And Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. So, I mean, he he definitely took more from the comic and meaningful characters from there. Than... Ra's al Ghul has had a great life in the animated series as well. They've really done really? him well. Well, I know and he was in the... The daughter's in the, the last one here. Red Hood movie he was a big player in that so or a big reason why that that uh, anime ha- happened so well, that's good yeah i hope so. they uh well have, i hope it wraps to, up well i know it's supposed to come out july 20th yeah so and he was saying christian bell was somewhere that he didn't yeah. his job wasn't particularly difficult in the grand scheme of things he said the hardest person or the person who had the hardest job was Anne hathaway doing yeah. Catwoman, Catwoman, because Catwoman. the character has yeah. been so well defined between Michelle Pfeiffer and Halle Berry and whoever arguably was. abused. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that he says Anne Hathaway by far has the has the hardest job. Yeah, of all of them to do to do that and put her own little spin on it. So. Mm-hmm. Now in other movie stuff, this isn't actually from the research that I just something I stumbled across. 
a camera copy or a leaked copy of the extreme pre-production trailer for Prometheus, which is Ridley Scott's okay. return to science fiction. Mm. And never mind that he also has talked about he's, he will be revisiting the Blade Runner universe really? in the future. Movie. Really? He's going to do a prequel. Interesting. Huh. But if you followed Prometheus's development, it originally began development as, quote, the Alien prequel. And then Scott came out and said, no, it's not going to be Alien. It'll share a little bit of DNA. You'll kind of be able to see, he said, you'll kind of be able to tell it's in the same universe, but yeah. it's not going to be an Alien story. Seeing this preview, I call BS on that statement. Really? Totally alien. It has all the classic images. It has the space jockey ship. We're basically, the, the, the story is supposed to be, we're, they're searching for the origins of life on Earth. Okay. And what they discover may end all life on Earth is the uh, tagline. Okay. But the, the scene design, the art is all, it just screams alien. Hmm. To the point where, do you remember the original Alien preview where the word alien came on you know, one line at a time mm-hmm. and yeah. faded in? They do that in Prometheus. They wow. do the exact same thing where they faded in the word Prometheus in over it. The spacesuits look exactly the same as the ones from the Nostromo. It is, I mean, I, I'm thinking they've done it. Do they head- have any not-so-obscure Whale and Yutani references? To be determined. Yeah. Um... So I'm wondering if Ridley Scott has been playing us this whole time and was totally making the Alien prequel in there when it may not be overrunning with uh, Xenomorphs, but the the implication is it kind of focuses on you know the alien fossilized in the chair on the ship yeah. where they found the cargo bay, <laughs> yes. right, the, spa- right. the space jockey. Right. That's who we're interacting with in this one, apparently. Oh, okay. But if you if you can go find the it's all it's on various oh. places on YouTube. What? <laughs> I just found it on uh, TG Daily, and? and it says this vi- this video contains content from Fox, who has blocked it on uh-huh. grounds, uh-huh. and it's a link to, it's a link to YouTube. So yeah, they've gotten yeah. all over it. That's funny. I snuck in. It was it was a horrible camera copy. Yeah, that's what, I could see that that's what it is. But uh, I thought, well, you know, let's try and see if it's still out there. And yeah, no, no. joy. The, lawyer, the lawyers have charged it with their lances. No, done. DMCA ho. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I did manage to sneak it under the radar and get a, a viewing of it. And um, yeah, it's it's classic alien style art direction and set design. Like, um, we'll see. And, argue, and allegedly, yeah, Charlie's Theron pl- spends most of her time on screen naked in this film. Ooh. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing, nothing wrong with that. All right. This handily brings us to our final break. When we return, we'll be taking your calls via Skype. The Skype name you should be looking for is VTW Shows, or you can go to the front page of VTWProductions.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner where it will say, I'm online. And that's where you click. And if your properly installed copy of Skype is working, it will call us. We want to hear about your personal Thanksgiving season rituals. Things you do that you enjoy that bring you into the spirit of the season and or any interesting stories you might have to tell from this year's Thanksgiving gathering from your neck of the woods. You're listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from our homepage. We shall return right after this.
Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Dot com. And through the amazing miracle of Skype, we are joined some by someone with a very loud microphone. My microphone's really loud? Yes. Yes. Lo, you have background noise. Background noise. I'm in a completely quiet room. The only noise would be my chair. I feel like I'm, I'm working you on ten meters. It says there's a. Berry, CQ Berry. But anyway, that was you, clear to me. Oh, bonkers! Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so weird. So you demanded to be put on the air. Yes. I was trying to call in earlier, and you actually picked up on me once and hung up on me, too. Yes, because your microphone was so damn loud. But anyway. Oh, well, I, I have a lot to contribute to everything that's been said on today's show, and I actually took notes. So I'm going to start from the top with staying on topic. Thanksgiving traditions. This year, I did not have to work in retail, and I reveled in it. And I actually was driving home from my other job uh, past the mall on Black Friday morning and saw all the cars and went, ha, 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 and went to bed. <laughs> uh, family Tell us how you really feel. The family went out of town, so I had the house to myself and uh, had a nice, quiet Thanksgiving alone. And uh, we had like a potluck thing at work, so I actually had to have got to have a nice uh, all the fixings, turkey dinner, and everything. But at you work. didn't have to cook or clean. No, nope, all I did was bring a pumpkin pie. Awesome. And that, you that was at the store. Yes, I did. I did buy that at the store. Okay, um, the movie Sunshine uh, with Christian Bale is very awesome, That's and everyone Christian should Bale. see it. Or Christian, uh, what's his name? Cillian. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I mixed that up. Um, the age when the Dark Phoenix saga... Uh, uh, so uh, how, how, how blinding is the drinking light where you are, Barry? I have a lot of notes to get over here. You, <laughs> you don't want to slow me down. And, I, and I, I'm drinking coffee, so that might explain why I'm a little... Throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. Do go on. 
the age in which the Dark Phoenix saga took place is referred Silver. to as the Bronze Age in comics. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Mm. Professor X has died way more than anyone else in the Marvel Universe, and he keeps coming up with ridiculous excuses for how it wasn't actually him, or he came back to life, or that was a clone. Um, I am currently reading the newest book in the Wheel of Time series, and uh, that's being written by the guy who picked it up after Jordan, uh, you know, went toes up. And it's pretty good. I'm liking what he's doing with it because it's action-packed. He's having things actually happen instead of just having everyone stand around wringing their hands talking about angst, what might happen. Angst, angst, yeah. angst, angst. Yeah. What There's do you a think lot of me if I do that? What but do it's you not... think of me if I do that? Yeah, he's doing a good job of trying to wrap up the entire thing, but he's not just saying, this happened, then this happened, then that happened. He's, he's writing a good story. It. And he's actually, there's still enough content that it's taken him three books, at least. He's written two so far, and I think he's working on another one to actually get out the fine, to wrap up the whole thing. And I think you should stick with it. I thought it was pretty, I think it's doing pretty awesome. I'm still reading book 13 right now. I think it's 13. But it's the newest one, whatever it's it is. It's too late for me, my son. Yeah. I'm going to have to cliff notes that one. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just get the Barry V.A. synopsis. Mm-hmm. And then a wizard um, did it. I, I also finished um, the newest um, uh, Game of Thrones book this week. And, yep. oh, my gosh. That Rails with you on that one. Insane. The I would say, oh, book, my gosh. But I would say much better than Feast of Crow- for Crows and gave Feast for Crows relevance oh my gosh my dad actually calls me the one time he calls me during the whole week is when i'm on with you guys. <laughs> i'm not answering that life grand yeah um i loved the newest book and um it it was yeah it was a lot better than the, than book four with with action as far as stuff actually happening in that series too a lot more happened in that book yeah um but oh the way it ended i was just like oh so frustrated yeah, that I have to wait again for another book, but totally worth it at the same time. Meanwhile, he's off working with HBO, making wheelbarrows full of money. Yeah, yeah, but they're doing such a good job with that series that on as a TV show that it's totally worth waiting for. He could book. die at any moment. That's all I have to say about that. I think if he died right now, it'd still be worth it. The the, bo- the five mm-hmm. books that are out right now, even without them wrapping it up, I almost want because of all the stuff his. His habit of just taking a character and killing it randomly when you least expect it, that I would almost be better off not knowing his horrible vision of the future and just having my own <laughs> his idea. horrible vision of the future. <laughs> just having my 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 point of view of this is wouldn't it be great if it just happened this way? Let's pretend it did. That's what Io and I were doing driving up the secret mountain lair. Hey, what if the author didn't start sucking at this point yeah. here? <laughs> the universe would be a, uh, a right and proper place. Instead, oh, yeah. we have this. Okay, my next note is about The Hunger Games. I am also very excited for that movie, and I'm going to read those books after I finish this one, because they have take place in one of my favorite genres, uh, a giant game show where they force people to kill each other. Dystopian <laughs> future, The Running Man. Running Man. And yep. the Running, running man. man. Who oh, loves man. you, and who do you love? Stephen King wrote another great book under his um, pseudonym, um, Richard Bachman, called uh, The Long Walk. That's a different yeah. uh, take on the same thing, but an, all, an awesome vision of the same idea of forcing people to kill each other uh, for the entertainment of the rest of the country. And there's a Japanese book called Battle Royale that they turned into a kind of cheesy uh, movie, but it's still pretty cool. 
But the book is really cool where they take a bunch of teenagers and put them on an island and force them all to kill each other. And on the Hunger Games side, it's not just even it's not just for the entertainment of everybody. It's actually for them, for the main capitals entertainment and all the districts that actually put in the contestants. It's basically the capital saying, look at how much we own you. Right. We make you send yeah. us your kids to kill so each other. Send us your kids and we're going to have them kill each other. <laughs> and that's a big for part our of entertainment of, of why they're done. Right. Which I like um, a lot. Battle, Battle Royale is a lot like that, too. A little bit. They, they. I mean, there's a lot of things in that series because it's about how Japan, in that in that version of the world, Japan didn't really get bombed in World War II, and they're they're a bigger superpower, and they've cut themselves off in the Western world. Hmm. And the problem is that a lot of the youth growing up, uh, coming up, are all like rejecting it and want to embrace like the Western way of things, and the to keep them down. so to keep them down and, and uh, as their subjects, they 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 take a. When the, the the subject or the people that they put into the game, they take an entire class from one school, so it's not just a group of of you know like random strangers, people, random oh, wow. strangers killing each other. It's a group of people that have grown up together and all know each other that Ouch. are forced to put on an island and forced to kill. This each is other. how much we own you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the book is amazing. Um, the movie is pretty good. Um, if you saw Kill Bill, the the young girl that uh, she fights in the the club with the crazy eighty eights. Yeah, the chick yeah. that actually kind of brings it to her, yeah, with that ball and chain thing. Yep. she's actually in the movie. And the other guy that's in the movie is um, something. Oh, yeah, that's a really obscure reference. I don't think you'd know it anyway. <laughs> but there's another guy in the movie that you might recognize from some other stuff if you watch a lot of Japanese. Drink some more coffee, Barry. Um, I have been playing a lot of Legend of Zelda this week, the new Zelda game this week. I heard Sword. that's incredible. Oh, it's awesome! I love it. I'm super excited. I have tonight off. I'm going to play about 10 more hours of it. <laughs> and that's what I did over Thanksgiving week. What I did over my summer vacation. Yeah, exactly. Great book report. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Barry, for that book report summary. Back to you, Bob. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, there are plenty of brands out there. Decaf, they're just as tasty as the real thing. And I, I am not lying. And... and because of that, I'm uh, hanging up on you. Yeah. And hello, you very, very aggressive and uh, not likely to give up anytime soon, caller. Thank you for waiting for Barry VA to finish. And you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is true. True. Hey, what up? True. Hey, guys. Uh, first off, to agree with Barry VA, read The Wheel of Time. The new books are totally. Absolutely worth it. Sanderson took the story into overdrive to just finish I, I've it up. Been, but I've been hurt before, and it's it's so hard to trust again. Point to the place on the doll where the bad man touched Exactly. <laughs> In my brain. <laughs> it started right around the time he killed off the White Cloak's leader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't point See, to my soul. I don't soul. have this problem because I've never read any. Oh, there George. you go. Saved yourself. I don't have this answer. Grenade! So, okay, another vote in favor of the continuation uh, post-mortem of the Wheel of Time series. Okay, now on the Thanksgiving front, one thing I can say is uh, my sister moved to Europe a few years ago. Unfortunately, that now means we have to mail her her canned pumpkin because you can't. she wants to have Thanksgiving, but you cannot get pumpkin pie in the U.K. apparently to save your freaking life. Interesting. Huh. That's hmm. purely a North America thing, I guess, huh? Apparently so. 
She, I hope you just like send her the cans of pumpkin concentrate and like a little tiny, uh, not too heavy jar of pumpkin pie spice and say, here, just mix it up your damn self. Basically, yes, that's what hmm. we do. And so, pump, so, so the, even the canned pumpkin is strictly a North America thing, huh? Yep, apparently. Well, wow. regional weirdness. Of course, we don't do spotted dick here either, so. Or brown. Yeah, brown sauce, yeah. <laughs> HP sauce, <laughs> vile stuff. Why, I mean, why pour something over the top of something that takes its flavor down a notch? But I digress. Do go on. Well, I said I thought it was an interest, interesting story, and uh, thanks for letting us know about the MechWarrior. Your MMO coming <laughs> up is like uh, I was in a closed beta for the last MechWarrior MMO about seven or eight years ago that got ki- that got killed in beta, and yeah. uh, I'm glad to see it. They're trying it again. Excellent. Which house, you know, House Davian, what? How the hell yeah, House Davian. <laughs> Bring me my glitter boy. Yep. A Steiner? Wasn't that a House Steiner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's House Steiner, House Davian, Karita, Lyo, and Mark. Yeah. Because didn't you play... I always played Mercs, but I was, re- at least when I was yeah. reading the books, I always related best with Davian, because Hans Davian was but weren't the you man. Steiner in Crescent Hawk Inception? The, the game on the computer? Could have been. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I just work here. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you, Drew, for calling in. We will catch you on the flip side. Thank you. And we will summarily free up the line. So if anyone else wishes to call in, the Skype name is VTW yeah. Shows. I got something real quick. Bring sure. it. I was goofing off like I usually am. Shocking. And no, on, really? And I'm on Failbook, on failblog.org. <laughs> okay. And I found one called Barista Win. <laughs> this is the guy posted this photo on on Facebook and it says so yesterday I went to Starbucks because I had like four dollars in my wallet and I was thirsty anyways after the lady took my order like usually they ask what your name is right well being me and all in my head I was like the name Michael is too boring so let's spice this MF up so I told the lady my name was Voldemort in the most calm way I could and after like two minutes she looked at me like I was effing crazy so I awkwardly walked away and sat down for like another five minutes or so until my drink came and when I looked at it, at the name on the cup, I couldn't help but laugh for the longest time. And the picture of, is of a Starbucks cup, and it has written on it, he who must not be named. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> so the barista was... Had a sense of humor sense in of the humor. worst oh, way. Awesome. awesome. And you are on Casually Hardcore Caller. Who's calling? This is Agrius SW. Agrius hey. SW, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Or, <clears throat> fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> how are you casuals? We are Good. casual. We're, you're very casual. <laughs> we're, we're, we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, not too crazy, not too squishy. Came out of your turkey comas. Mm, I see. Mine was a, yes. a I had two, uh, prime I, rib coma I, followed by a turkey coma. I had two, I had two full turkey dinners. <sighs> wow. Yes. How are you? How are you alive? In the best way. Um, um, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, binge purge, binge purge. Yes, something like <laughs> that. Like the Romans. Nietzsche <laughs> in the vomitorium. Bring me my feather. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> no, we had one. At, I had to work, so we had one at work, and then I had one mm. at my parents' house, and it was, it was. Uh, I paced myself. <laughs> Let's put it that way, because it was a lot of really good food. Shoe thoroughly, indeed, indeed. Well, no, that's another, that's another podcast on the network. But thank you for observing it. <laughs> well, my Thanksgiving was uh, a little bit different than normal because uh, the normal thing was, uh, you know, my family and uh, my uncles, and we'd all get. To 
together at my grandmother's and do the Thanksgiving lunch thing. Uh, that didn't pan out this year, so um, each of the families just kind of did their own little things. Uh, so I took this opportunity to spend Thanksgiving with my lovely girlfriend. Shout out to Ambrosia Hartnett. And we knew it was coming. <laughs> but you worked it into the story, so that exactly. is just artfully well, well played, Bonus sir. Yes. Well played. Oh, cool. But yeah, uh, that was a, a real good time. You know, I got to uh, spend a little more time with our family. Uh, we got to chatting about this and that. Um, threw around some good jokes. And, uh, spared, uh, kind of poked a little bit in her one of her cousins who arrived a little late because her GPS told her to go the opposite way of where she was supposed to go. Nice. GLaDOS yeah. lives. Exactly. GLaDOS, GLaDOS, GLaDOS and Hal live. got together, Hal 9000, and had a child mm-hmm. with his name GPS. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's I will sense. kill you all. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, Wait a minute. I need to go here. Why are you telling me to go way the hell over here? This is all wrong. I know better than you do, squishy human. Obey me. <laughs> <laughs> Turn right like, now oh. or I deploy your airbag. Yeah. And do it now. So- yeah, I got to see that uh, when we were done eating, we all you know kind of went off. They want uh, they they want to go watch the football the game, and we went and to go play some video games. And when video games got, exactly. And when things got darker, we uh, sat around. A, we sat around a little uh, fireplace outside that they have outside, and that was fun. Cool Ooh, fireplace and hot chocolate, yummy. Yeah, I was doing the same thing of uh, up in the secret mountain lair, going out and seeing and. A night sky with no light pollution. Mm-hmm. You forget. Impressive. Just how it? damn much you can see on a cold, crisp, clear night with no clouds and no moon. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that Milky Way, which for my entire you know young adult life, I thought was just a thing that they made up. Yep. And they, No, you can actually see it <laughs> yes, when you're in the right part can. of the world. Yes. But that is one of the things I do like about having uh, any time I go to Las Vegas to go visit my brother. Uh, with my family. That's one of the things I do like because we'll travel at night and I'll just stick my head up. The, I'll just get, look at the window like, ooh, look at all those damn stars. I'll lull your tongue out of your side of your head. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Pretty much like a dog. realize, though, it's it's the pollution that gives us the amazing sunsets, though, that yes, we have here. Driving back to Phoenix <clears throat> yeah. with the sun going down? Oh, my God, it was gorgeous. Yeah, it's on fire. No, it's completely on fire. It's like, wow, and I breathe that all day long. Mm-hmm. Hell don't die. Some of us sooner than others. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Taste the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't trust any air that I can't see. Exactly. <laughs> Taste it. Nom, 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 nom. That's the special extra chunky version. Yummy, yummy. All right, Agris, thank you for calling in. Thank you for your stories, Oh, the Holiday. And we will catch you next time. Three, two, All one, right. hang up. <laughs> and it's not responsive. <laughs> Do you have some money now, or...? Uh, I have a machine becoming slowly less responsive. Oh, awesome. There we go. I see. Uh, Skype just wanted to interrupt and say, how was the call quality on that last <laughs> call? I don't really need to talk to you right now. Yeah. Um, I'm busy doing other things like Not using your helping. software. Yeah. Awesome. Always those little activation notices and crap. Always come. Hey, would you like to update to the new version? I'm trying to save my life. No, we've got a new version. Really, it's really cool. Help me. But anyway. So, since we got a little break here, speaking about a old FASA game in terms of uh, MechWarrior, oh, yes. we've been playing our Shadowrun game still, which mm-hmm. has been awesome. Yes, your wife it's mentioned that so last week. It's so good. Dwarf it's porn. unbelievable. Like, and the, one of the reasons why I love role-playing because you just never know when one little thing is going to just explode into a major plot point. Where we had my friend's uh, brother, 
went and shot a bum in the face. This guy was just trying to – he was basically the informant of the area. All he had to do was give him some alcohol, but instead he got a little lippy with him, and his character just shot him. So this was in character in totally in character. It was a great, great scene. It, 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 It made this guy's character. And since then, this bum has been attached to a, an entire gang of people that have now put – I mean, he eventually, unfortunately, my friend's character died. And so at his funeral, this gang and the old bum, who somehow survived getting shot, showed up to laugh at him. And so then the really? entire party decided that bum has to die now. <laughs> so they went and killed him. But got caught by – they were able to be observed at who they were. So now they have death threats on them. I mean, this one little character has spawned multiple game sessions worth of stuff. It's been awesome. All for oh, random headshot. Just for because of random, like, I'm not giving you your alcohol. I'm going to shoot you in the face. <laughs> it was like, wow. I'm not going to die from being shot in the face. I'm going to come back and uh, laugh at your corpse. It's been great. It's been awesome. But uh, just a fantastic world. Fantastic. Awesome. And it's it's another FASA game. I mean, that and MechWarrior were just so well done. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. playing MechWarrior on a 286 with an EGA monitor. Makes me want to go home and hook my Xbox back up and play Mech Assault again. Yeah. I could get, uh, I've still got the Xbox in the garage. It's, it's one of the ones that had the you know, early death of the DVD-ROM drive on it. Ah. So it, it had a very short existence. Um but uh, I would dust if I can you know, get that replaced. I would totally rock some mech, mech assault. Yeah, I still have the second one, and I have to see so if it they works do, on they did mech assault too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if I played that one or not. It was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, on the computer you had, of course, the the mech warrior and mech warrior two, three, and then four. As well as yeah, mercenaries, and I've been yeah because I've been looking at there are p- still people out there that are playing Mech Mech Warrior Four mm-hmm. mercenaries, yeah, yeah, and they've got it now where it's a free download. Oh, nice! And you could so I'm kind of sitting here going, hmm, I wonder if I have a system that can run this because oh, I, sure. I would hook one of my old systems back up and run this and play this again because I had a good time with that. Oh and, yeah, and it would be a good way to get the you know sharpen the skills a little bit before. I mean, MWO at PAX, they had on. that whole room full of the, the other mech game, with, which came with the custom uh, console for the Xbox. Steel, Steel, Steel Warriors? Or Red Steel or... Steel Battalion? Steel Battalion. Yeah. Which came with the wraparound right. full cockpit controls. Yeah. yeah, that was incredible. For the Xbox. Yeah, so they didn't have it this year, but last year they yeah. had it. Um, but no, they... Um, they had also on the computer, they had, like I said, Crescent Hawk Inception and then Crescent Hawk Revenge. Right. Which was more like the tabletop down yes, perspective. Yes, I remember that. I was in college. I was in college on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were really, they were really hard, but they were a, a ton of fun as well. Excellent. Which, we're obviously lots of uh, MechWarrior fanboys here oh, present. Boy. Oh, yeah. But sadly, we have reached the end of our show. Oh. Coming up next on Versus the World Radio... Your weekly dose of left and right leaning nut jobs, our very own Emperor and Highlander. Send me now, set each other. Beautifully. Nice. If you've never listened to them, you should. There's a certain symmetry in that, isn't there? There is great symmetry in that mm. because they're both totally right. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Not a show for the immature or the easily offended. Uh, if you are easily offended, uh, do not tune in. Uh, end your broadcast day with Versus the World Radio right now. If you are, or however, you have a thick skin and are not easily offended and want to be 
unbelievably entertained. Stay tuned for The Emperor's Court next on Versus the World Radio. In the meantime, I have been Nomewise. I've been Grail. I've been Gonora. And Iolite is off wrangling the arch nemesis. She has thrown herself on the grenade for the betterment of us all, for which we are thankful. We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Tune in this Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific time for yours truly and another new episode of Alpha Geek Radio Fridays. Please visit me. I don't want to feel lonely on the air in the mornings. And morning shows, it turns out, are awfully fun to do. So we want your input. Uh, you can send information to Fridays at AlphaGeekRadio.com for that one. Or you can join the research team that is forming on the forums for said morning show. Hope to see you there. We are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.